Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Southsource Ohana. Hello and uh, welcome to this week's episode of Talent Hub Talk. Uh, this week, it's just myself. And you may have seen recently that we have released a 2022 ANZ Salesforce market survey. So uh, today and next week, I'm going to be going over some of the results that we've seen from, from the survey and just highlighting some of the, the um, points that really stood out to me and, and hopefully the ones that you'll find most interesting too. Um, I would also recommend checking out the, the survey that you can find on our website, www talent-hub.com.au. There's some really, really interesting reading there. Um, and if you want to skip ahead and, and see what's coming um, in next week's episode, then you can find all of the stats um, contained in the survey already online. Um, or if you prefer listening, you can check out this episode and then the one that's coming through next week. This week, I'll be focusing in on the results that we've pulled from Salesforce managers across the ecosystem. So through this episode, when I refer to managers, I'm talking collectively and um, the average across um, consulting practices and end customers. When I say consulting practices, I'm talking about Salesforce partners. Uh, and when I say end user managers, I'm talking about hiring managers from within companies that use Salesforce internally. So banks, you know, retail businesses, things like that. So just uh, just to clarify the, the different groups that I'm talking about through the recording of this uh, this podcast. So first, um, a really high level stat, uh, which I think is really interesting, that 76% of Salesforce managers find it challenging to hire Salesforce talent. Uh, no surprise there. Um, in fact, I, I thought it could have been higher. So I'd like to, to know the, uh, the 24% that are finding it easy or, or relatively easy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, maybe they're my clients. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, look, 76% is a really high number. Um, obviously, it's well publicized that it's really, really hard to find talent at the moment across the board, not just Salesforce. Um, but yes, 76% of Salesforce managers find it challenging to hire Salesforce talent. 41% of Salesforce managers said that their biggest challenge for growth over the next 12 months will be attracting experienced talent, with 19% saying retaining their current team will be their biggest challenge. I, I really, um, I'll, I'll touch on this a bit later on in the podcast, but retaining talent is a huge, huge challenge at the moment. So with 19% saying that retaining their talent is going to be one of their biggest or their biggest challenge, I, I actually think that's quite a low, low figure. Um, there's so much turnover and, and yeah, growth obviously is difficult if you can't keep the staff you already have. 98% of consultants is hired in 2021 and 74% of end user managers also made hires in their Salesforce team in 2021. So yeah, it was a really, really busy year. We saw, um, you know, huge demand across the board. So no surprise that 98% of consultants is hired and 74% of end users is also really higher when you consider all of the different um, customers that use Salesforce across ANZ. Um, when you think that some Salesforce teams just have one person, one um, administrator, 74% uh, of, of uh, managers in the end user world hiring is a really high stat. The Salesforce developer role seems to be the hardest role to hire for consulting companies. And um, 42% of consultancies, uh, consulting hiring managers said that the developer role is the hardest role for them to, to hire right now, or um, it has been the, the, the hardest role to hire recently. And interestingly, the functional consultant role appears to be the hardest for end user hiring managers to hire, which is actually interesting because historically we didn't see 
the functional consultant role hired in end user companies too often. It typically was a role that was hired by consulting firms and then um, delivered out to customers to deliver projects. So to see more and more end customers hiring functional consultants, you have to think that maybe they're doing more projects in-house um, and hiring for their internal team to deliver projects internally rather than always relying on, on partners. 30% of hiring managers across the board have seen a role go unfilled for three or more months. Now, I've seen a Salesforce administrator role that was open for six months. Um, so it's not a huge surprise that, that, you know, 30% of hiring managers have had a role open for more than three months. It's, uh, you know, it obviously causes issues internally and, um, and for consulting businesses if they can't hire, but there is just a, a real lack of, um, of available quality experience talent in the market. So, uh, so yeah, it's no surprise really that um, companies have had uh, open requirements for that long. And in, in lots of cases, that will be a lot longer than three months. 78% of Salesforce managers anticipate growth in the next 12 months. And if we focus on, on consulting, especially in consulting, that's 98% specifically. And it's pretty incredible to think that uh, the market could continue to be this buoyant for a while. And not taking into account the kind of broader um, economy, because obviously that can impact things, but just the way things are right now, um, or, or when we collected this data in February this year, to, to see that that many hiring managers are anticipating growth in the next 12 months, it, it really does make it um, really clear how great it is to be in the Salesforce ecosystem right now in, in ANZ. Now, Interestingly, historically, we've always seen that hiring managers put culture fit as their most important thing when considering candidates. Um, and this year, it's still the same. So culture fit was more important to hiring managers than industry experience or specific product knowledge. I, I can understand why. Obviously, culture fit is very, very important. But I, uh, with Salesforce now releasing more and more products and with uh, industry-specific solutions as well, I was expecting this to narrow a little bit and, um, and obviously companies to, to really focus in on, on skill sets and maybe even transferring people from industry into, consult into to hands-on roles. So, you know, hiring people that have banking experience into a, a Salesforce banking project and kind of makes sense to me. But, um, but yeah, obviously um, the, the stats show that culture fit is still the most important thing, which, yeah, Obviously makes sense, but we'll we'll see if that kind of continues to narrow, or if um, if culture fit just always continues to be the most important thing um, over the, the the future years that we do this survey. We are definitely seeing more consulting companies hiring from outside of the Salesforce ecosystem. I think the Salesforce Talent Alliance really helps with that. We're seeing you know small, medium, large partners all giving people from outside of the Salesforce ecosystem an opportunity to become consultants um, or admins or business analysts um, or developers. Um, so that's great to see. But it was interesting to see that 48% of end user managers say that they do not hire candidates from a non-Salesforce background for Salesforce roles. So yeah, basically 50%, almost half of the, the end customers are always looking for people to have Salesforce skills when they're hiring for a Salesforce role. Um, will this change this year if, if the demand continues the way it is? Um, I think it will have to. I think companies might have to look at training people up rather than just hiring for experience in the end user world. You know, I think it's easier for consulting companies to train people because they have the expertise in-house. They, you know, they can have junior consultants shadowing senior consultants. End customers don't always have that luxury because they might have a very small Salesforce team or they might be hiring their first Salesforce professional. So I understand why they want Salesforce skills. But yeah, something will have to change because it's not going to be easy to attract experienced Salesforce talent. Now, 
I think it's it's important to know and it's important to highlight that reputation is everything across the Salesforce ecosystem. And for me, my reputation is most, my most valued thing. Um, and I think companies really need to, to be aware of their reputation um, to the broader market. And it was really interesting to see that 49% of Salesforce managers think that their company has a good reputation in the ecosystem. And this is actually up from 32% last year. Now, I wonder what the other 51% are thinking in terms of, you know, maybe they just don't know. Um, I'm sure there is a stat in, in the survey somewhere around, uh, you know, if they're, they're just unclear on what their reputation is, but uh, there must be a number of cons companies out there that, that don't think their, their company does have a good reputation. So it'd be interesting to know what they're looking to do to improve that this year, because uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really, really hard to attract talent, even more so than it already is if you don't have a good reputation in the market. 72% of end user managers have to pay more for Salesforce skills than they would for any other skill set in their business or, or comparative skill set in their business. We hear often that technology skills, the pay grades for, for lots of different skill sets across technology have really risen. So it's interesting to see that end user managers are still having to pay more for Salesforce skills than they would for other skill sets. It'll be interesting to see how that continues to evolve over the coming years. 43% of managers said that they had made a hire that proved to be a bad fit for their business or role. And this rose to 75% when we, we focused just in on the consulting managers, which is pretty alarming, um, but definitely not a surprise to me um, when I, I hear about the amount of, um, you know, the turnover in companies and, and people, um, you know, being let go within their notice period, being in a role and not being able to deliver. Unfortunately, it's, it's pretty common to hear those kind of things. So, um, oh, sorry, it is alarming, but definitely not a surprise to me. 45% of managers said that only 25% of job applications that they receive match the requirements for the role. So this, this is interesting because I think when a hiring manager typically gets a resume or an application, um, it's already gone through one round of screening. So whether that's their internal HR or recruitment team or an external recruiter that's screening um, CVs before forwarding on applications for the role. So um, if, if hiring managers are saying that only 25% of applicants meet the, the requirements for the role, I would actually say that figure would actually be a lot lower than 25% when you look at the original applications or the total number of applications, um, because by the time they've reached the hiring manager, there'll already be some people that have been kind of ruled out of the role or, uh, or not deemed to be right for the position. So yeah, quite, uh, quite alarming to think that, um, that even once screening's been completed once, or one round of screening's been completed, there's still only one in four candidates that are meeting the requirements. 48% of end user managers had experienced turnover last year, with 98% of consulting managers saying the same. So this leads me back to the, the stat I, um, I spoke about earlier with only 19% of managers saying that their, um, their biggest challenge for growth this year will be retaining their staff. It really is so, so hard to retain staff in this market. And it really needs to be a focus for a lot of hiring managers. Um, it, it, people need to, to realize that it's more expensive, it's harder to attract new talent than it is to treat your staff well and keep them developing and growing and learning and ultimately to retain staff. That should be really the focus of, of everyone and then build from there. Talking of turnover, 36% of sales of managers made counter offers in the last 12 months. And when we focus in on consulting, that was 76% of consulting managers made a counter offer in the last 12 months. Now, 2021 definitely did feel like the year of the counter offer, but 2022 is shaping up to be much the same. So yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's crazy uh, to, to see those kind of numbers. But, um, but yeah, in most cases, I would, would say that if you are going to be resigning from your role, 
then there's a very good chance that you will be receiving a counter offer from your current employer. But I've, I've put content out in the past. Um, it's not a good idea to, to go through the whole process if you're just looking for a pay rise and have that conversation up front with your manager before you start interviewing and, uh, and looking at other roles. If the only reason you are looking to leave is salary, then, uh, then have that discussion up front with your manager. For people that want to continue working remotely, it does seem that most companies are on board with this to some degree now. So 98% of managers um, stated that they have a preference for some degree of ongoing remote work. And it does seem that two to three days in the office is still the preferred split. But there were still 22% of managers who have a preference for hiring local candidates living within a commutable distance from the office. Um, now, it will be interesting to see how this changes over the coming years. Um, if, if people just become much more accepting of hiring fully remote candidates, we are definitely seeing more and more companies hiring remotely. It's great when you speak to a client and they're open to candidates anywhere in Australia or anywhere in Australia or New Zealand. You know, it, I think it really opens things up and, and makes it a lot more achievable to hire the right kind of candidate for your role. Um, but yeah, there are still companies out there that do want people that are able to commute into the office and, um, and the odd person that does have a preference for people being in the office five days a week. But that is definitely becoming much and much less common. 56% of end users are looking to add more Salesforce products in the next 12 months. And it does seem like Salesforce Industries and uh, Experience Cloud are shaping up to be in demand. Now, last year, Marketing Cloud on our survey seemed um, to, to be the uh, product expecting to have the most growth. And I actually think that kind of did play out. We did see a lot of demand for Marketing Cloud skills in the market last year. And this year, we're seeing quite a lot of demand for Commerce Cloud skills, which we saw towards the end of last year. Um, but Really, that's starting to, to, to grow as a market in ANZ. But yeah, Salesforce Industries obviously uh, is, is a big push from Salesforce. So I can understand why that came up high in the survey. 76% of consulting practices are not confident there is enough available talent in ANZ to meet their hiring needs in the next 12 months. And 80% of end user managers said the same. What a great market it is to be a Salesforce professional right now. Um, you know, I think uh, I think that just goes to show that we're going to see uh, continued demand and continued gaps in teams, um, long periods before companies can fill roles, um, and a lot of Salesforce professionals are going to have their choice and and pick from multiple opportunities. So um, so yeah, if you're in the Salesforce ecosystem now, I I recommend staying here. And if you're not in the Salesforce ecosystem but considering a switch, then I recommend. Uh, you know, doing everything you can to upskill and uh, broaden your your skill set to to get into the Salesforce ecosystem as quickly as possible. So they were my um, my highlights from the the manager survey. And next week I'll be presenting uh, my findings or my my uh, my highlights from the the candidate survey, where we look at a number of different factors around you know what candidates are looking for when they're moving role, how regularly they're they're approached about new opportunities. Uh, and things like that. So, um, so yeah, like I said, if you want to read the whole survey, you can find that on our website. And please tune in next week for the focus on the candidate survey as well. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your feedback on the survey. So if, um, if there's anything that you find particularly interesting or anything you want further clarity on, uh, please reach out to us and, and we'll be happy to have a conversation with you around the survey. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. We're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible, and your reviews will help us do that.